to day seven of the Massive Attack Podcast, 12 Days of a Christmas Carol 2, Ebenezer Boogaloo. I'm Joe, with me as always is Mitch. Good night, good night, good night, and yeah, good happy, how <laughs> oh, far out, hello, oh, who's been on the nog? <laughs> Mitch has been on the nog, yeah. Well, oh, it's Sunday just... night, you've got an excuse to get on the nog. Yeah, I just don't care anymore, <laughs> let's just get to Christmas, it's just done, yes, nearly there. Well, we're coming around to the second half of our 12 days, and we're going back to the 80s again. I think our next couple of episodes are all 80s. So we were young, impressionable kids in the 80s. This particular thing that we're about to watch came out in 1983, so I would have been probably, it was December 83, so I would have been coming up for my 12th birthday, so you would have been a little bit younger. Yeah. I don't ever remember seeing this on television as a kid, but what we're looking at is an episode of the sitcom Family Ties. Yes. So Family Ties was a series that came out initially in September 82, ran for seven seasons until 1988, and pretty much was the starting point of the career of Michael J. Fox. So this was before he'd done Back to the Future, before all the other interesting things that Michael J. Fox went on to do. But yeah, this was his first real starring role. And it is, as the name suggests, a sitcom that revolves around a family. You've got mum and dad who are hippies in the 60s that are now raising their family. Michael J. Fox plays Alex P. Keaton, and he's kind of the antithesis of the family. They're all quite laid back, happy people. Well, they they were hippies. Well, they were. They were. They, they say in the plot that they were flower children in the sixties. So they were yeah, very so he's much. The he's the Reagan supporting. As the son, he's like the wants to go to uni. He's the Reagan supporting child. He's he's the capitalist, and they were the flower children. And there's two other children, yep. two other siblings, and that's the the younger sister. He's the oldest. There's Mallory, the younger sister, who's or the middle sister, and she's the vain, ditzy good-looking girl and then there's teeny Justine Bateman yes Jason's sister and yes. um then there's teeny others who plays god you think I'd Jennifer remember. Jennifer the younger sister yeah and it's just the hijinks that happen in this family seven years if you asked me how long I went for I wouldn't have said seven seasons I wouldn't have guessed that but I do have a fond memory of this show I watched it all the time I I I loved it because that's what I did I watched things like A-Team and Night Rider and I watched the sitcoms that came on during the week. Like it was the 7.30 to 8.30, you used to get two sitcoms back to back and Family Ties was one of them. And I, it was one I watched regularly, whether it was from the get-go or because I sort of associate this with Back to the Future a lot because, yep. they, you know, it was Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I found that re-watching this now. When I was a kid and I watched Family Ties, obviously I hadn't seen Back to the Future and Michael J. Fox was just Alex P. Keaton. But going back and watching it now, it's very hard to take away the Marty McFly character when you re-watch this program because for me, Michael J. Fox just is Back to the Future. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's quite... It was interesting. So back to the future, we're going to talk. This is about a Christmas carols here, yeah, but we'll get there. But yeah, he was the first choice for Back to the Future, but he couldn't get out of his contract for Family Ties. So he, they went with Eric Stoltz and they filmed a few weeks with Eric Stoltz and there's footage and there's images out there of him as Marty. 
and it just wasn't working. Everyone knew it wasn't working. The directors, everybody, it just he was playing it too cool. He was wearing a leather jacket. It was just the wrong fit for what Marty should have been. Yep. I can't remember what happened. If it was a writer strike or something kicked in and there was an opportunity for him to leave and they could renegotiate and they talk because Family Ties wouldn't let him out of the contract and then they renegotiated and he could. But it was basically he would film during the day and do the movie and then go off and do Family Ties and back and forth and he was exhausted. He filmed them at the same time and did not stop. Yeah, because Back to the Future 2 and 3 were almost filmed back to back, weren't they? Yeah, but that was later on. That was after. After he was yep. a star. Oh, okay. So that would have been after he finished. Okay. Yeah. Cause, and I remember, like, that was a huge movie for a thing. And Team Wolf was a big film, too, because of Back to the Future. Mm, Not yeah, exactly. because he was a star. I think it was just a movie that he just made. It was a thing. But because Back to the Future was huge, it just the, the magic pixie dust that was Michael J. Fox took that to, a, to another level. But do you associate him with anything else? Or is that you're just a Back to the Future and that's it? You didn't really follow? Well, I've seen him in lots of other things. I've, I really like Doc Hollywood. That that's one mm-hmm. of my favourite 80s films just for a couple of scenes in it and just the fact that he is again playing almost Marty McFly in that movie anyway yep. but yeah Stuart Little he was pretty good when he was dressed up in that mouse costume oh yeah that's pretty good yeah was he in The Hard Way was that him that was good yeah I think he, he was he was the actor following the real cop to try and get into the role Frighteners is fantastic why is this not a Michael J Fox episode but it's becoming there it is and what was the other one Secret of My Success talking... it's kind of cool yep yeah, but so so he was he was this character anyway. But I just wanted to talk about Poison Ivy actually, which okay, I love camp films, and I've talked about this a lot. And when I say camp films, I don't mean camp films. I mean summer camp movies, like Meatballs is my go-to. But you love camp films too. I do like them too. I like Meatballs and all those sort of films where it's like summer camp movies when you got all the you know white hot American summer and everything. So it's it and they seem to come out a lot, and it's a magical thing for me because we don't have them here in Australia. We don't have that. So I always watch these fascinating things where they've got Native American names and they have rivalries with other camps and they do feats of strength at the end to see who's got the better camp and all that sort of stuff. It's great. It's it's it's, it's trope. It's like saving the um, rec center. It's just something I really yeah, exactly. dig. But there was one called Poison Ivy, which I think was a made-for-TV movie starring Michael J. Fox, where he's the camp counsellor. And his love interest in the show was one Nancy McKeon from Facts Alive. Who we've mentioned before on yeah. this very podcast. And, yeah, a bit more Joe in my life. And I was like, yeah, bring that on. So, um, yeah, Michael J. Fox. But if you want to talk about other you know, other people from the show, what else they've done, I, I just think of Michael Gross, the dad. Yes. I just think dad. of him as Tremors. He's the exactly. gun-toting nut with Reva McIntyre in Tremors. But, yeah, so that's enough of the people from Family Ties. But, yes, the, the concept of the show was these two baby boomer parents. They were hippies in the 60s, and they've got three children now, and their eldest is the capitalist pig that is Michael, yeah, Alex P. Keaton. I think the reason we've talked a lot more about the backstory of Michael J. Fox is because there's not a lot going on in this episode, I don't think. No, no, and it's always good to talk about Michael J. Fox. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so it's one of those things that The Simpsons made a joke about that every show makes does a Christmas Carol episode, and this is that one. So we have a Christmas Carol with the typical sitcom situation. We're in the house of the Keatons, and there's a Christmas tree. They're all ready. Everyone's getting excited for Christmas. We've got to trim the tree. It's all well and good, but we've got to wait for Alex to get home. Yeah, and Alex pretty much takes on the role of Scrooge in this episode. So he comes home. I don't know if he's come home from work. 
I can't remember if he did work this early in the season because this was early in the piece. So this is actually from season two. It's episode nine of season two. And as I said, it aired in 1983. So Alex comes home. The rest of the family are decorating the Christmas tree. All happy. Everything's good. Jennifer's got a bit of a cough and Alex has forgotten to get the cough mixture for her when he's out and about. And that sort of kind of becomes a little bit of a plot point. Mm Mm-hmm. But the rest of the family really digging Christmas, loving putting the tree up, enjoying all the sort of family traditions, like they have a family tradition where they always take a photo of the family decorating the tree every year. But Alex really just poo-poos it all and, and pretty much says, you know, it's a commercial holiday. Why do we even need it? Yeah, and then they say, oh, come on, we're going to do our photo with the tree. And he's like, no, I think we've got to get over that. Well, let's not do that and let's not do this. And he's just beca- he's basically a big Scrooge. They all have a bit of a go at him and he goes to bed then. In Scrooge fashion, or in in a Christmas Carol fashion, Jennifer, his younger sister, comes in as a ghost, and basically, you know, he he recognises her as Jennifer, saying, "What are you doing? Don't muck around." And in special effects, nineteen eighty two television special effects, you know, he tries to put his arm to grab her, and he goes straight through her. So it was pretty impressive. I would have thought. Works out she's a ghost, and it's like, "Come take my hand. We're going to do a ghost of Christmas past thing." So they go back, and they'll have a look, and there is young Alex and young Mallory. And there's a baby yep. version of Jennifer in the crib. And we get to see the parents and it's it's Christmas. It's early days. They've just bought the house. Is it the same house? I can't remember now. Yeah, it is the same house. Yes. So it's like, it's all well and good. And, and you know, we get some comedy hijinks of them as a kid and, you know, a young Alex P. Keaton. He's still a bit of a nerd, still a bit of a capitalist back then, but still. Well, well and good. Well, because they, they make reference that at least the mum talks about how Alex had done their taxes for them earlier in the year and... That uh, and the mum sort of like, oh, I'm sorry, you did our taxes. And Alex turns around and goes, well, the taxes were fine. It was the audit that made me sweat, or something like that. So mm. it, it, they kind of make it out that yeah, he's a bit of a economics nerd freak back in those days. And something else I thought was pretty cool as well. He was watching TV when the rest of the family come in to do the decoration of the tree and it's a news report about um, president nixon and the whole watergate sort of thing and alex actually makes reference to the fact that nixon's not a crook and you know how how dare they tar him with this brush sort of thing so he's showing the fact that he's a republican even back when he was a child but unlike 1983 alex p keaton he's a little bit more christmas spirited because we do find out that it's him that came up with the tradition of doing the photo every year of decorating the Christmas tree. And he makes a bit of a big deal about the fact that, you know, Christmas was fun for him back then, even though he was starting to lean towards the whole capitalist sort of side of things. Yep. So, I mean, it gets this flashback that, oh, yeah, I used to like Christmas. Okay, fair enough. It's like, oh, and that was was your tradition. You started this thing that you just killed. It's not silly. Hmm. You came up with exactly. that. It's like, oh, okay, fair enough. And remember, this is moving along quickly because it is a half-hour sitcom, which is 22-odd minutes. Yep. So Jennifer does her thing and then she goes off and she makes reference to the fact that her shift's over and it needs to, it, she needs to clock off. And then Mallory comes in as the second ghost, but really she's the third ghost if you look at the traditional story because she's the ghost of Christmas future. So there is no ghost of Christmas present. They just go past future. Mallory comes in as Christmas future, makes reference to the fact that things have changed quite drastically in the future, so they're going to show Alex what his future's like. So they go back to the family home and it's in a bit of disarray. It's all kind of squalor. And she makes reference to the fact that Alex is now 
got a job and has moved to New York and is making lots of money. And he kind of harps on this a couple of times in in this little exchange where he's like, well, how much money do I make? Sort of yeah. thing. So, oh, it's very on brand for him, though. That, that was all what he yeah, was exactly. success. It's, it's exactly what he was. Yeah. So they show the, the, the house. It's covered in laundry. Like there's string everywhere and laundry on it. They're all looking like they're in rags. There isn't, you know, the furniture's terrible. The carpet's terrible. The house isn't, yeah, like you said, squalor. So I think the parents have both lost their jobs because I can't remember what the dad did originally was he an architect i thought it was in tv but yeah in this there neither of the parents are now working and the mum's actually doing laundry hence the fact that there's all this laundry hanging up in the house and they come back to that initial joke that alex forgot to get the cough mixture and jennifer's walking around very hoarsely yeah, talking hoarse voice. and yeah and coughing and it's like well i've had this same cold for 20 30 years or something yeah and it's nice that they kind of went back on that but yeah, they, they show the, the house and they talk about how Alex is coming back to visit them for Christmas. And he comes in with his big sack and it's well, like, Well, oh, before that, we get presents. the tree come in. We, oh, we, yes. We yes, get, we, we do. We get Dad comes tree. in with the tree. It's like, I've got the tree. And it's like the saddest looking smallest. It's about what? four and a half foot tall it's it's you know a couple of branches and they're so excited yeah. because it's so good and they're like oh let's decorate the tree like we always do let's do it that'd be great it's like have you got the tinsel and they open up like a little purse kind of thing and there's one thing of tinsel and they go remember when alex sold us this oh it was such a good day and they put the tinsel on the tree and that's great and then they talked about it's like and they look through the window so you don't see what's outside when dad arrives it's like what's that he's got a wheelbarrow it's like oh that's the family car now it's like oh okay that's yeah, all they've that's got our only mode of transportation yeah so that's sitting out the front and then it's like oh, alex is going to come visit for christmas and like you said he turns up but it's in a helicopter and that's great and they're looking out the window they're so excited and it lands on top of the um shopping trolley he wrecks that and then he like you said comes in with a big big sack he's there but he's bald he's fat and he's carrying a big sack and he takes off his jacket throws it on top of the tree which instantly crushes the tree so you know he's 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 a whirlwind when he walks in the room he's just like yeah how are your family whatever screw you i'm i'm the guy you know that sort of thing yeah and Again, they kind of make reference to the fact that he's rich, he's you know, slumming it to come back, but they, they do kind of make it look like he's come back for the, the joy of Christmas, but then it turns out he's just there to give them his laundry, yes. and, and that's really it. Yeah, and the sack he's, he's got is laundry, it's not presents. Yeah, and yeah, he's just a bit ashamed of his family for how poor they've become. Yeah, and so he's watching it as a ghost. The current Alex is watching it as a ghost and this and that, but he's more worried about being bald, to be honest. He's like, I'm bald? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm rich and successful, but I'm bald? Yeah, so he finds out he feels guilty. You know, Jennifer's got this hoarse voice because he didn't. He totally forgot and disregarded her with the um, cough medicine when she was young. And, you know, the family are doing really badly because he didn't care. And, you know, he's, he gets that redemption. It is an 80s sitcom. It's not that big a deal. You know, it's we get the gist. Yeah, one thing I found quite funny is the fact that they do this running gag with the laundry where they're running around the house when the helicopter lands and the yep. mum kind of chokes herself on the laundry. Multiple times, and it's scene. quite good. And then it comes back another time and, and does it again, yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. Yeah, I, and, I don't know if that was really as funny as it, as it needed to be, mm. but I got a little chuckle out of it. No, I did laugh and I noticed yeah. it too, and I thought, no, that's really good comedy. It's physical humour from Meredith. Physical Baxter, comedy, right? yeah. 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 Thought that was quite good. Actually, just looking at the wiki, it was her that was the architect and the dad was actually a television producer. So, okay, yeah, there you go. You were mm. right. She was on television, anyway, so, though, because yeah. when she did the proper Penguin commercial that they filmed, and I know the episodes way too well, because 
also going back to Sister Total Aside, there was a very special episode, well, not a very special episode in that sense, but they went to Europe. Family ties in England, but there was a spy. You know, there was a whole ring where in Mallory's brush they put some microfilm because it was the 80s. Oh, I do remember that, yes. Yeah, and it was this, like, instead of a typical episode, it was like European vacation with the family ties people, but they had this, like, spy, you know, bad guys were trying to chase them around to get this microfilm back. It was like... I watched it that many times. It's ridiculous. It's like, why, why do I love this stuff? Because I was young and that's what I watched. But sorry, I'm doing another aside. So they wake up, it's Christmas morning. He's redeemed or you sort of get a sense that he's redeemed from the ghosts. And they all wake up in the morning and go, where's Alex? It's like he, he left really early in the morning for something. I don't know. He said, don't do anything till he comes back. So, so, okay. so yeah, and then he rocks back up to the, the family Christmas morning and, and they're like, where have you been? And he comes in and, and he is filled with the spirit of Christmas. He's like, we've got to be happy. It's Christmas morning. And he gives them all presents out yep. of this sack that he's got. Mm-hmm. But he makes reference to the fact that the only shop that was open was 7-Eleven. So he gets his dad a cup of coffee. He gets, um, I can't even remember what he got from Mallory. Was it beef jerky or something like that? But then he's got yes. this big six and pack of, of coffee medicine. That's right, TV guide for his mum. Yeah, and yeah, and the last one for Jennifer was a six-pack of the cough mixture. But there was yeah. one more thing in the sack. So everyone got a gift. It was all tailored and all very nice. But there was one more thing in the sack. And what's this? And he goes, no, no, don't, don't, don't worry about it. And it was um, hair restoring restoring um, ointment of some sort. Yeah. So, yes, he didn't want to yeah, be bought. So, so he yeah. sort of saved himself for that. And they get their photo taken and it's happy ever after for the whole Keaton family. And, yeah, it's... I remember this. I, I vividly remember this. Like when I was looking okay. through for sort of for some Christmas Carol episodes, they mentioned family ties, and I had trigger a triggered memories. And it's like, oh, I think I've I think I've seen it. And then as soon as I played, every time I was like, I remember that. I remember that. I remember him being fat. Ah, oh, he's bald. I remember. It. And then I remember his reaction. Say, like, I don't want to be bald. And it's like the way he delivered it and everything. It's like, oh yeah, that. Tr-. All these memories flooded back to it. And I think I do remember her like rotting herself on the clothesline as she was running through. So there's all these little bits and pieces here that have stuck with me for like 30 years. It's sort of like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. So I think... 40 years. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Because I used I remember growing up, and we only had our three channels and all that sort of shit. If I was ever home, like school holidays or homesick or whatever, God, TV was a wasteland during the day. I sure was. So there was no... You know, sitcoms or comedies and all that sort of stuff. There was I Love Lucy. That's a comedy. And I was like, oh. And I put up with it because that's all there was. Yeah, I know, but that's all we had. And I'd watch it. And I was like, this is an old show. But I'm thinking I was probably watching that in 19, you know, 80. Yeah. It was probably only 15 years old. Exactly. <laughs> At the most. The most. When now you're talking about a 40-year-old show, which is not that old, damn it. <laughs> I'm not that old. But anyway. Yeah. So this was... A very typical sitcom episode, but the show itself was charming, so it got away with it. Like, I have fond memories of this show, so therefore it, it, it had a charm. Yeah, I, I definitely have fond memories as well, but I think I must have watched later seasons than, than this. I, I don't remember this one at all. I could definitely remember other add-on characters in the show, like Mallory's boyfriend Nick was quite a Nick. good character, and... It was Alex's friend Skippy. I can't remember who yep. Skippy actually yep. belonged to, but Skippy was always hanging around yeah, the house, and he was like, which didn't make any sense. But no. he was like yeah, Alex's friend, and I remember he got a new girlfriend. I remember there's an episode where he got a new girlfriend, and he he changed like he wasn't Skippy anymore, which was the dumb friend, like Nudge from Hey Dad, 
And, you know, he, it's like, you changed. His girlfriend's changed you. And he was wearing a, a beret and all this sort of stuff. And they're going, no. What's your favorite movie? Oh, we're going to go see a movie, Yentl. It's like, but your favorite movie used to be True Grit. Now you're watching Yentl. I don't know why that, again, I've got so many weird memories that I associate with that show. That's one of them. So I didn't think of that, that until you mentioned Skippy. It's like, fuck yeah, that was a dude. But anyway. This episode was a little bit hard for us to find. I had to go through some illegal streaming services to actually get it. If you have the Paramount Plus add-on to Amazon Prime, you can watch it through that. But yeah, it, it is out there. But as I said, I had to go to one of those dodgy websites where they stream TV to actually watch it. But if you want to pay for it, get yourself a, a Paramount get yourself a Paramount Plus subscription add-on for your Prime, and it's all there every season. Yeah. Oh, really? I watch the dodgy. Mm. I've got Paramount Plus. What a silly duffer I, do. I am. Okay, yeah. you are silly. It was fun, as you said. It, bits of it were very funny for the time. It was wholesome jokes. It, it worked. And it was good to go back and, and that, reminisce. Yeah, I, I had fun going back. It was like, oh, I'd, it, it triggered strong memories and I was happy to see it. And I was like, oh, that was cool. That was nice. You reminded me as 40 years old. has really put a downer on the whole thing. Thanks. But um, apart from that, that was all well and good. But, yeah, you guys have got shit to do. You've got shopping to do, wrapping to do. We've got to go and finish this this working year. So I'm going to go and I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go, Joe, because you've got to edit this thing. And yes. I will. we will see you tomorrow for another adventure with some sort of Ebenezer Scrooge type character. Maybe we even will. Ebenezer Scrooge himself. Maybe. All right. Until then, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.